Hey, everybody, it's your girl, Charlotte Van Horn, Black Expats in Panama by way of Glassboro, New Jersey. You know it right here on BlackCityRadio.com. Baby, how y'all doing out there? So um, just wanted to hop in and say hi because I ain't got time to sit and chit and chit chat and smile today because we are having part two of the amazing interview that I did with Miss Sharon Winter, the creator of Expat, the app, and um, the CEO of Expat Inc., and that's X-P-A-T. And, you know, got a lot of great feedback from the first part of our interview, and I just know you guys want to hear the rest. I'm telling you, she is such an interesting woman. Um, and I was telling, I was telling her and I was telling some others, I was like leaned in the whole time. But y'all see the video, you're going to be like, dang, Charlotte, sit up. Because really I was that leaned in. It was just like, we were just sitting right across from each other, um, chit-chatting in just her experience and how she ended up coming about this and just her travels and her growing up. Everything was so interesting. So now we're going to talk a little bit more about her journey with expat. So uh, hang tight. Y'all know the deal. It's coming right up. This is Charlotte Van Horn, Black Expats in Panama, by way of Westbrook, New Jersey, right here on BlastingRadio.com. Don't you go nowhere. I'll be right back. Thank you. Have you put in place the tools and marketing strategies that will drive the revenue and growth outcomes for your business? Are you looking to expand your brand and image nationally and globally? Commercials, podcasting, graphics, and marketing support are just some of the ways we can dress up your business for prime time. We are EliteConversations.com. To learn more about us, check us out at EliteConversations.com, our website, email us at ecpodcastmedia at gmail.com, or call us at 301-900-5703. There are many people that need to know about the wonderful products and services you have to offer. Let Elite Conversations help you to get the word out. Everybody, it's your girl Charlotte Van Horn, Black Expats in Panama, and I'm coming to you today to make sure that you know about our new Black Expats in Panama community platform. That's right, our Beat Community Platform or BCP. That can be found at blackexpatsinpanama.net. Just click on that link that says join the community. There you will find businesses, groups, as members, you'll be um, privy to events. You can have you can sell things with the classified um, section. You'll get exclusive information offering and interviews. You get discounts on Black Expats in Panama meetups and tours and ITA global um, events as well and so much more. So go over there, check out the membership, see which one is right for you, and let us know if you have any questions. Thank you. So you have a lot of people on like your um, app and in other um, environments. Who haven't mm -hmm. made that transition yet, but they're mm -hmm. watching us do our thing. And it's like yeah. the littlest stuff that you can share with them, like, oh my gosh, you know, it, it becomes second nature to us. But it's just like, wow, I'm really happy to know that. And mm -hmm. I think that it really lends to us being able to make sure that everybody can be a part of this movement. Every listen and Charlotte, that's one of the reasons I'm so appreciative of you um and for you because you get it. <laughs> like yes. it's it's this is not about like oh posting for the gram or anything. It's letting yes. it's it's opening up the realm of possibilities for communities that typically have possibilities that seem limited. Yes. And letting us know that it is our birthright yes. as it is everyone else's, 
that we belong wherever our feet land. Yes. And I'm really adamant about that because one thing that I have noticed, regardless of where you go in the world, is that black and brown people are othered. You know, oh, you don't belong here. Mm -hmm. My people have built parts of Portugal. I belong here just as much as anyone else. Yes. And I think it's important for us to feel that way as well and to see ourselves in a sense of belonging no matter where we go. Because we have played a very critical role in building economies all over the world. All over the world. And, yeah, and, and, and it's not something that, like, we, it's almost like you don't, like, it. Uh, people don't want to give it credit, you know? Yes. Um, and I'm like, no, no, a lot of these countries literally built themselves up on the backs yes. of the Africans. They were built. They were yeah. built on our labor. Yeah. And so I don't, <clears throat> I don't take it lightly, the responsibility yes. to right. um, create platforms that open up the realm of possibilities for our community. And the reason I focus on the black community is because I see it as an underserved, like needs, like we, our community is underserved in the larger expat community, because you can't really talk about race in the larger groups, like the ones that are just general. Um, Cause they're like, why does everything have to be about race? I'm like, cause I'm exactly. black. Why does it have to be black? Exactly. The world as a black woman and um, my safety in the same way people will sit there and be in a group for all women so understand the need for a safe space for women and in yes. that same that group tear down someone who brings up their desire exactly. to have a safe space by race yes this idea that you can understand the nuance of being a woman so you can understand those gender specific needs but you can't understand yeah. race specific needs is one of the things that drives me crazy yes <laughs> Yes, yeah. you're absolutely right. And then they, they want to make you feel bad, like you're racist. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that is exactly why. But you know what? I thank them for for that energy because yeah. because of that yes. energy is why we do what we do. No, seriously. Because I, I like there's a need. Exactly. One of the key words, because I obviously look at the reviews, so I want to make sure the app is meeting people's needs. And one of the things that I see most often is safe space, that word safe. Yes. And that's so important. You know, even me being here in Portugal, one of the big, I feel safe. Wow. I walk alone and I like clearing my mind at night. I'm a night owl, so I walk by the water, the river. And I can't tell you how many times I've been sitting there by the river, clearing my mind, and then Every now and then, you know, like I'm like, ooh, looking around me. And I'm like, no, you're not that I gotta be completely like oblivious. I'm yeah. just saying, um, it's really powerful to be able to just be at peace and be present. And I can do that here. Um, wow. I cannot do that in space. There's not a single place in the US where I would walk alone at night by myself as a woman. Like, no. I don't think that I don't, you know, sometimes like when you say that. I don't think that we understand. For example, I was born and raised in New Jersey. And mm -hmm. everything in New Jersey is hard. I don't care what it is, it's hard. Um, motor vehicles in New Jersey is an absolute mess. I mean, back in the 90s when I dealt with it as a young, young adult and everything like that, just nothing was easy. You know, mm -hmm. even if you could buy a house in New Jersey that was uh, reasonable, the taxes would just blow you out of your budget. You know, mm -hmm. nothing was easy. However, comma, I never realized how hard it was to make it in New Jersey until I mm -hmm. moved to Mississippi. Mm. <laughs> and I think it's the same, it's the same like analogy mm -hmm. from moving from the United States to moving to other places. And it's like, you don't know what you're missing until you know what you're missing. You know, yeah. you don't know the stress that you're under until you're not under that stress anymore. And you can recognize, well, damn, yes. I really sleep good here. I mean, that is one of the things that I say about that. Like, I've never had this kind of sleep. <laughs> never yes. had this kind of rest, you know. Um, and not to say that we're naive or that think that you know Portugal or Panama are perfect places. However, Panama, they are meeting some needs that mm -hmm. we have that we maybe didn't even know that we had. Exactly. Even um, you know, I think about so I go to concerts out here. 
And I think nothing of it. I go and I'm able to freely be at these concerts. In the States, I'm like, man, shit, if somebody get a gun in here, I'm going to need to, you know, like you're looking for exit. You don't realize how on alert you are all yeah. the time. In movie theaters, so grocery stores. Everywhere. It's it's like, where's the exit? How can I get out if there's an emergency? Exactly. And I don't, I don't feel that way um, here. And I also, I mean, the reality is I am like, like literally safer. I mean, you can look at the numbers, like statistics. <laughs> it's like, it's actually, yes. it's not, and I don't think any place is a, you know, cause I know people have gotten um, out here have gotten uh, like you, people may not have guns, but they have yeah. knives. People have gotten like, you know, stuck up or something like that. But I mean, that's totally different from getting shot in mass shooting. So yes. yeah. By someone who doesn't know you or anything mm -hmm. about you, um, it is a difference. And um you know, I don't like to make people feel that, you know, people in the States that have not decided yet to make a move um, for whatever reason. I don't, I don't want to, it's not my purpose um, and my desire to make them feel like they're foolish for still being in the United States. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. This is that some expats have a tendency yeah. to go there. And yeah. I just don't think that it's appropriate. You know, yeah. it's just like, just like that point, whatever that point was in your life or my life that we decided, you know what? I think I just really want to try something else. Everybody mm -hmm. has that right to get to that point for themselves. And all Absolutely. we can do is share the experiences that we are having abroad. Take that is all we're doing. Yeah. And, and the other thing too, and I'm so glad you said that we don't, this is not for everyone. Um, I know we've talked and spent a lot of time talking about the positives, but some of the downsides are, you know, I'm away from my family. Um, mm -hmm. So that means birthdays. That means holidays. That means when someone gets sick, when someone passes away, when I get sick, you know, don't feel well. Yes. I mean, there's real life happens and you don't know, like there's, there's no certainty, okay? You don't know how your experience is going to turn out. You don't know how people's health is going to transition or whatever. And it's one of the hardest things when you have to make those real decisions about, Come like, on. do I stay or do I go when something happens? Yeah. So, and I don't, how, like, how I had how a take you to fly from Detroit to Portugal? Um, oh, this, it's not, it's not long at all. There's no direct flights, but um, like to get into the U.S. it's like six, seven hours. Okay. So it's kind of like the equivalent of being on the West Coast. Yeah. If you was coming from the West Coast, um, I don't mind flying. So like, to me, it feels like nothing, right? Like I'm, I'm back in the States this Thursday for something. So, I mean, it's not like crazy, <laughs> yeah. you know, like a situation. But that, that's what I'm saying. It's not for everybody. So I think for like, how how long is your flight from uh, like maybe a Florida to Panama? From Virginia, like? it's less than five hours direct. Oh, oh. Yeah. so yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's good. From Florida, it's even closer. You know, okay. Florida's like three hours. Um, okay. So there are, there are places I can get from Panama to places in the United States quicker than you can get from places within the United States. Right. Yeah, especially you know from like West. Like, it, might, it, it will take you longer to go from Virginia to California than it would for to, to go to go to Panama. So I yeah. think that for me that is one of the that is one of the draws for yeah. me for Panama is that I can get back and forth and my family subsequently can get to me. You know, uh, I'm here with my husband and my husband's family is here. So, you know, that makes it, I mean, I have family here, but for those that are alone, um, mm -hmm. yeah, there are some sacrifices that you make, but mm -hmm. I think that for the quality of life and mm -hmm. for me having the peace of mind that I have, it's just absolutely so worth it. It, it is, I just think that, I just think that it's what me and my husband deserve. Yes, I think, think that we're living the life, honestly, honestly, you know, and sometimes I get emotional and I don't need to, but I just really think that we're living the life that we've earned, that we've yeah. deserved this. And, yeah. and when it comes to the United States, people can go and leave the United States and talk ish about 
the United States all they want. I mean, it's some real, real life foolishness and some stuff I really don't want to be a part of in the United States right now. However, mm -hmm. the opportunities in the United States, um, no matter how hard it was for us to achieve them, you mm -hmm. know, have put us in a position that we can move to other countries and live a whole different lifestyle. We can yeah. move to other countries and because of the opportunities that we have been able, you know, to uh, take advantage of in the United States and live yep. in much better lives in other countries. And so for that, and I, I thank God for, um, you know, for the work that a lot, a lot of it has to do with what our ancestors did for us. Absolutely. They, I paved, mean, the way. they paved the way for us to live decent lives in the United States and even better lives with that money somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean, I don't listen. I do not take it for granted. Yes. The passport privilege is real and you have to acknowledge it. Um, Especially because I have a platform that's nationally agnostic, meaning like we have people from all over the world. And yes. I try to be mindful of that when I'm sharing opportunities because I'm like, you know, right now it's a little bit more U.S. centric than I would like it to be, but that's because I'm from the U.S. And so obviously like the information that I see is more U.S. centric, yes. but the goal is to make sure like the resources, when I do funding resources, I try to find ones that are global, meaning anyone in the world can apply to these funding opportunities. Um, if I'm looking for a study, like a broad program or something, something that anyone can apply to, you know, just so that it's not so U.S. focused because we are so fortunate um, regardless of some of the politics, the reality is that with a U.S. passport, you have a lot more opportunity than yes. many others. Okay. Yes. And something that you cannot like understate because of the fact that absolutely, like there are doors that we can just walk through that other people have to jump hurdles to even get to the door. Yes. Right. It's still just not to be let in, <laughs> which is crazy. Exactly. You know, exactly. after they pay all that money. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. Can't take it for granted. Yeah, we can. So I don't want to say that. Right. I mean, yeah, that 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 is something that's worth mentioning because it is a big part. But just because you you can both things can be true. You can be from a country that provides you with privilege and probably more privilege on foreign soil than on its own soil, mm -hmm. and you can fairly acknowledge the faults of that country. Yes, you know. Laws. I think both things like it doesn't both it's things can be true. Or. It's not yeah. an either or. It's not an either or. It is a it is what it is. Yeah, it is a That's what it is. It is it is what it is. And like, the wonderful thing about it is that we are in a position now that our ancestors may not have been in the past to make some choices about this. And yeah. and that's what it's about. And and when I talk to black expats living in different countries. Um, and, and having different experiences, it's just about, you know, letting people know that there are other options, which yeah. I never considered in my life ever until, <laughs> until my much later age. Like yeah. you considered earlier, much earlier than I did. And it wasn't until I came to Pepper, I was like, well, this is so cool. And that was like <laughs> back in 2004. It was my first real international travel. Um, so, at the end of the day, I just think that it's important for 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 us to be present, for us yes. to be um, transparent about our experiences um, in living and pursuing other countries and what that looks like. Because when people see us doing it, then they know that they can do it. Yeah, there's something um, to be said about the representation, but also the empowerment that the community gets through example. You know what I mean? If you see a single mom with three kids moving abroad, you're like, oh, okay, I think I can move abroad. If you see or someone 60 moving abroad, plus year old women, yeah, sixty plus year old women, exactly, yeah, and, and and it's like our when I do the expat chats, I try to get a variety of experiences, and it's like, oh, the woman with disabilities and her children have disabilities moving abroad. You know what I mean? Like just to let people know it is possible. It's Do not limit yourself because, and if you don't like it, don't worry. You can always come back to your home country. Exactly. So it's one like I'm not, I don't ever tell people to denounce their citizenship regardless. I know it may sound cool, 
but you actually, at least in the U.S., you have to pay to denounce your citizenship. And also, um, if you haven't secured another citizenship before you denounce, I mean, I just don't think that's going to work out. So yeah, yeah, you could be like, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I say. I'm like, I'm oh, you, be careful. I yeah, can't imagine ever doing that. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. I mean, things can be different, and and you don't know, but I can't imagine being in a situation where I felt like I needed to denounce my um, U.S. citizenship. I'm not doing that because I'm going back to the U.S. whenever I'm ready. And that, yeah, that is the biggest thing. It's like, when you move to another country, people say, girl, you going for good? Well, who says that? Who does that? When I moved, when I moved from Virginia to Texas or from Virginia to Hawaii or wherever, does somebody say, oh my God, are you there for good? This is be for good. This is good until it's not good. Or this is good <laughs> until we decide to do something else. It doesn't exactly. have to be just because it's like right. having locks. You know, when you have locks, and especially, oh my God, you got locks down your back, and then you cut them off. People are like, oh my God, you cut your locks off. Yeah. You your know, hair looks really nice both ways. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, I had a season yeah. for locks, but it's okay yeah. to let it go. Yeah. It doesn't have I to mean, be permanent. It doesn't have to mean that it's a life thing that will never change. And so, yeah. We, I don't know, we may have to do this as a part two, but could you tell us before you go, and first of all, did the company that you worked with to develop your app, did they de also develop your logo? No. So that's the thing. Um, the company that developed, like they did the actual coding, yeah. meaning like they the coding to like make the post make come work. up. Yeah, yeah, to make it the functionality. It works very but well, all, by the way. Oh, thank you. But all of the content, graphics, logo, I mean, literally me. Like, I didn't have a team. Wow. Um, I know. I use Canva. Um, no, I use Canva. And when I tell you, it, um, Canva is a lifesaver. I, I have their premium. I think you pay $12 a month for it, but it's so worth it. Um, I did every single, because you need different graphics for the app versus for like the apps, the actual app store. So I mean, in the app store, right. you need different graphics for different configurations. Like if someone's using a tablet versus a, it's a lot. It, I, I mean, I wish people. Canva covers all of that. Yeah. Huh? Not found Canva. Canva is not friendly. Canva don't oh. like me. Oh, <laughs> I love Canva. <laughs> me and Canva don't get along, but I mean, no, everybody's most professional looking stuff coming out of Canva. I know Canva has some some great stuff coming out of it. I mean, someone like me, I mean, I'm like a graphic designer. Sometimes <laughs> coming out to stuff, I'm like, man, this is good. So it's it's a really useful tool. Um, highly recommend it because all of the graphics were done in Canva, like all of them. Not even any no no one was hired outside to to help with those things. And that was because at the time, um, I was on my gap year, and after you know having to pay the developers. Um, cause you, I mean, again, you, you design the structure, everything, the, uh, the format, everything. The only thing that they're doing is literally giving you like a shell to put all your things in. Um, but you are responsible for the community engagement, like managing, moderating controls, uh, coming up with, you know, people, if people, when people have issues with the app and they're messaging support, that's me. <laughs> I'm just letting y'all know, like, you know, so it's, it's a lot. They, um, they're a good team, and if anyone has questions, you can inbox me. I'll share their details. Um, they're UK-based, though, so, I mean, not everyone may be comfortable. But the UK, having worked in the UK before, they have some of the strongest data privacy rules. And because I'm collecting data, when people, like, put their profile, I'm like, oh, I need to be careful with this. I made sure that was part of, like, my due diligence right. of making sure I picked a company that's reputable. Um, like, one of their clients is the Rolling Stones. Like, they're a legitimate, <laughs> they're um, a legitimate yeah, That's like a very good company. Well, yeah. I mean, in looking at the app and navigating the app, you know, several times, um, that I can see that it's quality and that you yeah. have invested in it. But now, so yeah. you do, you also do like consulting. Yes. Yeah, so people, because people are like, how is the app free? So the app is free. Um, so we're not monetizing it right now. Um, cause the goal for me was to, because I knew that money was one of the biggest barriers for our community, um, when it came to international experiences, 
I didn't want to go create another barrier to information and access. Yes. Um, and so that's that was part of the motivation behind it being free. But the app costs money. Okay, it costs tens of thousands of dollars to keep because the developers once someone builds you an app, they don't just build an app and walk away. There are updates all the time because Apple makes updates itself, and so does Google. You know what I mean? These phones update your yes, app compatible. Exactly. And so you're always going to be paying your developers. If you think you can just build an app, launch it and say bye to the developers, that's not realistic because um, you need to do app maintenance. OK, the same way your car. Right. You have to take your car to get an oil change, all the stuff like you need to keep the, the app updated. Um, so the oh, so anyway, so I had to figure out a way to monetize. So we had three, two already pillars under expat. The company, one was the expat chats which again was not revenue generating. And then the other one was the expat app, which also was not revenue generating yet. Um, so I added diversity, equity, and inclusion consulting. Because again, the ultimate goal of this platform is to create a more equitable world through international experiences for the black community, right? I mean, through you know providing black community with international experiences and exposure. And you're like, why does that matter? Because it increases your social mobility, your professional advancement, your personal advancement, like your overall well-being. Like there's all these benefits that we deserve to be a part of and to reap some of the benefits of. But if we're not participating, we're missing out. And to give you a very specific example of why this even matters and why we do the consulting, like 77% of companies surveyed, it was some survey they put out like two or three years ago, said that in order to be a part of C-suite, like CFO, CEO, whatever, of a company, you need an international experience. So you cannot talk about upward mobility of the Black community and not acknowledge the component of oh, international experience international. that's needed uh -huh. to qualify for these upward roles, right? Wow. Mm -hmm. So when you talk about you know advancing our community, you cannot leave these things out. And that's why I choose to focus on international experiences. Sure, there are other things that advance our community. I've just chosen this for what I want to focus on. But um, there's a huge benefit to, to these international experiences, not just on a professional level or academic level, but just personally. You being able to navigate these foreign spaces builds confidence and it builds your network. So I, I see a lot. I, don't, I think you can't lose pretty much if you do an international yeah. experience. Your build your network and your net worth. Yes, now, you yes, yes. So, like, who are your clients? Like, who um, are your clients? Who are your ideal clients? Yeah. So, I oh, ideally, study abroad programs in any okay. company that has international um opportunities. So, like, I worked at Deloitte for ten years. We had international opportunities, right? And the reason that you need to do the diversity, equity, inclusion consulting for these type of companies is because a lot of them aren't even aware that the lack of representation of Black people is an issue to start with. So there's an awareness thing that the consulting and the advisory services brings to the, you know, the table because yeah. it also ties into, oh, you guys want to increase the number of Black people in management roles. Well, one of the requirements is international experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you need a that. Um, but also for the study abroad programs. Study abroad right now, um, in the last report that they've done, Black students are about 13% of academic enrollment, right? This is in the U.S., but we're only 6% of study abroad. So it means we're disproportionately underrepresented. You know, we should at least be 13% of study abroad programs, yeah. obviously, for mm -hmm. the population. Um, but we're not. And when you look at the, they've done so many studies about the advantages of study abroad on people's future success and growth and all that. Mm -hmm. And we're left out of that. Yeah, Exactly. And, yeah. it, and the younger you start and get the exposure, the better off you'll be. Trust me. Um, and you don't, it, it's not for everyone, but I think it's for more people than we think it's for. If that makes any sense, like yeah. more of us, yeah, should, 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 should go for it. So, um, but the, but the, the goal of this is to create systemic changes in the way people not just create opportunities, um, you know, but how, how are we being included? You know, and what are some hardcore metrics behind this? And not all of the consulting that I do is focused on the international piece. Some of it is just to raise awareness about diversity, equity, inclusion in general. And one of the key focus areas for me right now, because I am a startup, is startups and venture capital companies um, that, you know, capital firms that provide funding to startups. Because these are the people who are determining who the next world leaders are going to be, the next Airbnbs, the mm -hmm. next Ubers. 
Mm-hmm. Right. And it, mm-hmm. we're not, we get like 1.9% of funding. Wow. That's ridiculous. That like is. the fact that, yeah. So again, these are all things that for me, like there's work happening behind the scenes. Yes. Um, build a better world for our community and it benefits the entire community as a whole. It's not just black people who get the benefit from this. Um, and it's just important for me to like stay focused because a lot of times there's a lot of low hanging fruit, make a quick buck here, you know, d- charge people here. And I'm like, no, yeah. I, I want to do this. And Drop the dollars to pick up pennies. A lot of that. <laughs> A lot of dropping dollars to pick up pennies. You got to be careful about what, what, you know, yeah, yeah, what what attracts your attention. But what I'm thinking as I'm talking to you, and this is clearly going to have to be a part two, um, Mm -hmm. is like, what about travel agencies? What about travel organizations? We are so underrepresented when it comes to travel. But it, when it comes to like marketing and appealing to the the black and uh, people of color, um, yeah. you know, you it's so common to see, you know, those welcome to the Bahamas commercials <laughs> when the only blacks you see are serving. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, like yeah. Those kind of things. Like, are you? Very so. Listen, the other thing that's happening is although the app was built for the expat community and the community that lives abroad, we've been getting so much traffic from travelers. Yes, I already know that's a whole nother. <laughs> yes, like to say that, like I, I, I acknowledge the need. Like I understand it, and it's a, another user that we need to be able to accommodate in the app. Yes. It's just that you know this is an evolution right it'll it will keep changing and evolving and we'll keep pivoting to better meet the needs of the community but i would being an avid traveler myself it's not something that i'm going to ever not get to it's just not right now yes. <laughs> what i mean right now it's not a priority because the priority is are the expats but i am back yeah. in my mind it's always obviously the travel community because anything we do for the expat community will benefit the travel community trust me yeah um yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're a big part. But yes, I would actually, I mean, so one of the clients that I would love to, if anyone knows, anyone who works with Amex, um, I would love for Amex to be one of my clients um, and to do some diversity and inclusion consulting for them because Amex has so many, um, they have these experiences. Um, I had an opportunity last year to go to the Kendrick Lamar concert in London through Amex. And it was such a phenomenal experience. And I was like, I want to do more of this. <laughs> and I want more of us to have that experience as well. Wow. They have a little lounge, free food, um, um, free food and wine and drinks or whatever, a DJ. It's just a really nice way to go to concerts. And they have these, that was in London. They have those lounges all over the world. Wow. So if you think about sports, you think about, you know, beyond concerts, right? Yeah. Um, and think about like, again, our community being engaged in, in that experience. In a party. Um, exactly. So being I would love it. You know, being at the table. <laughs> yeah. If right? anyone knows um, people at American Express, Delta, Marriott, um, or any tourism boards that are like, hey, we're trying to build up, let me know. I'm more yeah, than happy uh, to, work. to have them to have them people call my people. Yes. <laughs> Which is me. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And look, I'll probably pick up the phone, but you know. Yeah. No, Charlotte, you are like, you, I can even tell by the questions you're asking. Like, you get it. You understand, like, the work that needs to be done behind the scenes for the work that everyone else sees. It's so much work. It's much so work much work. work. It's yeah. so much work. And like you said, you know, you make a good point. You're like, let, let me tell you something. Once you're into this, once you are mm-hmm. into this arena, because we are trailblazers, you know, a mm-hmm. lot of people come to you with a lot of different ideas and opportunities, mm-hmm. and you have to decide what low-hanging fruit do you need to pass up? You know, what yeah. do you need to be engaged in? But the other thing that I think is so important with what we just said was that you like, listen, girl, I know. That is something that we definitely need to tackle. However, comma, that ain't some mess that I could do right now. That is just not something that I can't take it all on. So when I see us cutting each other down, you know what I mean? 
trying to take what somebody else has already started and built and everything when listen girl i can't get to this okay so i have created um a position uh where people are coming to me because i'm visible but at the end of the day i can't do the whole you know travel marketing diversity thing but you might be able to do that but because you are so busy you know trying to be behind the scenes trying to bite off of what I have already established, you can't even open yourself up to the opportunities that you can get if we was in collaboration or a synergistic relationship. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's and the thing. Look, look, sure. I said what I said. <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> no, it's one of the things that um, I really would love to see more of is collaboration um, yeah. because- I don't care what anyone says. There is enough space for everybody to eat. There is no need to have a scarcity mindset or to feel like you need to block or steal things or from other people. Eat. Just create your own lane or whatever yeah. you make. Don't do a lane. You do have whatever. There's no need to. There's so many different needs for our community. Figure yes. out how to solve them. Yes. Start there. Instead of looking at someone else's solution to go bite, literally look at the problem, the unmet needs. If you see, if you think the app is whack, well, go build a better one. Yeah. Seriously. And I genuinely mean that. Like, you know, if you see something, I don't like the way this person runs this community, find a better way to meet the needs of the, of the community then. Like, you know, instead of, if you can do that without tearing down the existing exactly. thing. That you're at. Yeah. Exactly. And and even, even like, um even, like not going and build another community because whether people want to admit it or not, that shit is hard. Okay. It is, it, it is not easy. <laughs> it is not for the weak or the faint at heart. And you know, people see, you know, people see what you what you have what you have built and they see the result, but they don't know all what's in the in the back. You know, they don't know what you went through or what you sacrificed to get there. And so what I'm saying is this, if you see something that someone is doing, and especially a pioneer type thing, which is what a lot of this black sick type stuff is right now, this is, we're developing, we are building, we are yeah. building. So it's like, if you see something that on, on expat, that mm -hmm. uh, expat app that you know could be better, you know, mm -hmm. why not just approach Shaw and say, hey, listen, I'm over mm -hmm. here. I love what you're doing, but there's one thing about your app that I think could be better. Just so yep. happens, that's my training. Mm -hmm. Would you collaborate you so that I can help you to make this better? And we both win. Exactly. And you and you don't have to, like, because, you know, we get um, people pre present opportunities to us all the time. Yes. Don't get so offended if someone doesn't want to take you up on the offer because sometimes it's not a full no. It's like not right now because I have all these competing priorities. Um, it doesn't mean, even when people don't respond sometimes, like I'll read the messages and I may not always respond just because you don't have the bandwidth because we think about it. Someone like who's running a platform, you might have messages on the app, emails, Facebook, Instagram, and any That's other socials. And the person Every has a life coming. Yeah. So it don't get offended if you're reaching out to people and they're not responding. People genuinely are busy sometimes. Um, and they have lives outside of, you know, the work we do for these platforms. So it just gets <laughs> lost in sauce. It's not that it wasn't important, but it was like, okay, when the when you saw the message come through on the notifications, it was like, okay, I see that. You know, you see the preview, maybe of the, may not even see the whole message. You see the preview of the message, then you're back to whatever you were so deeply engrossed in at that time. By the time you get back to those notifications that have come on your phone, there might be that particular message or notification could be 40 deep. Exactly. 40 deep. And then it's yeah. like, okay, you're going through, you're trying to address notifications and you say but where did I see it did it come up or did it come up on my Instagram did it come up on this account did it come up on the group page did it come up on the the, the regular page did it come up on my personal page 
Come through the email. Where is it? And honestly, sometimes you just, it's it's like a drop ball. And what I like is when, I mean, it has gotten, I've had a little bit more of that lately because of the demand than I had. Your platform has grown really quickly in a short period of time. Exactly. It's hard to to work through it. You're trying to to work through it. I'm trying to work people, work with people to help you work through it so that these, so so that people don't feel ignored. But what I really like is when somebody, if I don't respond to you, that you recognize the fact that maybe it got lost in the shuffle and you come back and say, hey, you know, I mean, I, I sent you a message. Listen, when I mm-hmm. see a message like that, I'm, the first thing I'm saying is I'm so sorry. And then mm-hmm. at that point, you have my undivided attention, you know, mm-hmm. because I know how these things happen. But to just automatically think the worst um, mm-hmm. when somebody can't get back to you, it's like we are pressed, our resources you know, we it's we're us. Doing, it's not even resources. <laughs> we're doing big things on string bean budgets. Listen, the faith of a mustard seed, okay? Yeah. Yes. Some of these days. Um, and it's crazy because you like I love what I'm doing. Like I, I love it. It it gets me like excited because it, it's it's actually exciting. But in the same vein. I'm tired sometimes, you know, because um life is also happening in parallel to this business. Yes. Um, and there are things going on that you know publicly you may not share. People could yeah. be dealing with health challenges, mental health challenges, losses in their family, challenges in their family. You don't know. And so it's like just be kind. That's all. If, if you took anything away, like just be kind to people, even to other expats. When you reach out to them, you want to meet up in their city. I cannot tell you, I remember once this lady cussed us all out. It was like a group of us. She cussed out because she had reached out to all of us because we went to meet up with her. And I'm like, we're not on demand. Yes. You know, that's not, yeah. you know, that there's this platform, but you give people grace. Yeah. You know, don't like because you flew into town. I had to stop my whole life, put it on pause and make you the priority. That's very unrealistic. It is. And I think that people listening to this conversation, like maybe some like consumers on the other mm-hmm. end of it might be like, oh, they so extra, you know, but yeah, they're sure. yeah. on the other side of it that have just been given permission to give themselves some grace, you yep. know, and as these platforms, these platforms, you're always going to try to be bringing more value. Um, yeah, we're doing a lot of work. But it, it takes it takes work, it takes time, it takes patience. A lot mm-hmm. of the things that we do are free of charge. You know, mm-hmm. I have, you know, you have put things out. I am not a videographer. People have mm-hmm. no idea how long it takes me to make a 60-second video. You know, <laughs> on, uh, on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I will have people that come through and not even you know, address the content of mm-hmm. video, but to just tell me what I did wrong as a videographer. You know, just <laughs> just not your poor. Like, was, no. <laughs> you know, and you know I, I didn't pay anything for that video. You know, and I gave you that video out of my heart. You know, yes. time out of my busy schedule to make that video because that's what I want to do. So I don't let those kind of things um, deter me or or to to bring me down. And, and, and if I do have those moments, God always sends something or someone yeah. remind me that, you know what? You're okay. Keep doing what you're doing. But girl, listen, yeah. we could go on and on. I know. I pretty much have probably talked to you for three hours total today. <laughs> Tell me this. Could you please just tell the audience how to find you, you know, what it is that you most need? How can we help you in in reaching your next goals? Oh, man. So the biggest thing is really, I don't know if people realize this, but when we are trying to pitch to investors, they look at numbers. So 
engagement on the app helps um you know even if it's just hitting a like again it counts as engagement um sharing the app and rating it positively in the Apple and Google Play Store plays a really big role in its visibility but also in the feedback that we get that we can go to the investors with because we would ideally you know our goal is to get more funding to add more features but it's hard to get the funding um when the app is free because the investors are like why is the app free you know so at least we got to show them strong engagement and high satisfaction rate through the ratings mm -hmm. um and any testimonials that's phenomenal if anyone knows any investors who is who invest in these type of platforms um please reach out to me um, you all can find me on Instagram through uh, expat chats, such as X-P-A-T-C-H-A-T-S. Um, and my other page is linked to that one. Um, we used to have an IG page for the app itself and IG took it down. Long story. Um, so unfortunately, we just have expat chats right now. And um, yeah, just through the app. I mean, I actually respond to messages in the app more than anything else. So if you have any questions, the app is probably the best. That's my priority, put it that way. IG, things get kind of lost. But um, through the app, um, my name in there is just Shar, the expat app creator. So you can easily find me. Yes. And the app is wonderful. So I definitely encourage everybody oh to download <laughs> the app and to engage and yes. definitely engage in the app. That's like the, the biggest thing because you're looking to expand the app and you're looking for investors for the app. So we definitely want to make sure that's strong. Yep. And just keep your profile updated because again, the value is in the community and people being able to like type in a location. And if you don't put like, oh, I'm in Portugal and someone's looking to connect people in Portugal, they won't even know if people are there. So just, you know, keep your profile updated. And I like, too, that the app is so I, I, I like that the app gives some guidance on like your posts. So you have like um, you can post in like the community or you can post in Central America. And, and then they, you know, it's always clear, like, you know, the recommendations on what hashtags to use. So mm -hmm. when you go in the app, it's very easy to find different information just based on the hashtag because that's very clear. Yeah. Very and clear. And you, you can even follow a hashtag. Like, you don't have to follow the whole group. You exactly. can follow the hashtag Panama. So your feed, you know, even if someone puts something about Panama in another group that you're not a part of, because you're following the hashtag, you'll be able to see it. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that the app does a good idea, does a good job on helping us understand how to do that. You know, yeah. so congratulations. Well, thank you. First of all, your support, Um, I, especially because we're still in the early stages, right? This is the MVP, minimum viable product right now that everyone's seeing of the app. Like what we have for the final product looks, will, will look way different. The support up front means so much because yeah. it's, it's it's not easy for people to take to when you're growing and stuff. You know what I mean? You're, yeah. you're still like trying to figure out how to walk. You're still a little shaky. Um, I pay attention to the people who've been supporting me from the very beginning. And I just really appreciate you because I know you have your own platform and you're doing big things as well. So <laughs> like, you know, to people extend that grace and that courtesy and kindness to others is something that I do not take for granted and just, Personally, you've been phenomenal. So I, I appreciate you a lot. And I'm you excited so to you so much. Got nothing love for you, baby. And it was and it's just absolutely the same thing. I could turn around and say the same exact thing to you. And that's what I love about um our, you know, getting together. And I really do hope to meet you and be able yes, to hug yes, you. Yes, <laughs> like, like, LA. <laughs> God bless you and congratulations on all your great work. Well, thank you so much. All right. Bye, Shara. And there you have it. And I know y'all hate to see it in because I did too. <laughs> Hopefully we can have Shara back at some other time, but I just want to thank her for just being so authentic and for spending this time with us. Um, she is a dream maker. Um, she's a mover and shaker. And I'm just really happy to know her. I can't wait till we actually get an opportunity to meet. So that's Char Winter. You know, follow her everywhere, guys. Um, 
download her app and how we can help her is to, you know, download her app, to be active on her app, share it with everybody you know. It is really a quality application. I'm not just saying it, it really is. And so support Black business, y'all. You know, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. And she's doing an amazing job. So um, I just want to thank her for being with us. And um, this week, as I'm bringing this to you, we are on another um, Black Expats in Panama Cultural Relocation Tour, beat number 15 in the house. Can you believe it, y'all? We are on our 15th um, Cultural Relocation Tour, and it just gets more better and more better and more better. want to tell y'all about some things that we have coming up. We have the residency celebration that is for everybody. Um, and we will have a program and a party and some dinner, and we'll actually honor individuals who have received their, um, at least their provisional residencies um, during the month, uh, during the year of 2022. My eldest sister will be here with me. So that's a special thing that's happening. Um, so that's going to be on February 11th. February 16th, we still have a few tickets left for our Cultural Cologne Food Day, where we're going to be going out with Jenny, most amazing um, Afro-Panamanian um, tour professional. And she's going to, we're going to go out and we're going to learn about, you know, the, the culture and history of the um, food that is served in Cologne. And um, that's going to be amazing. And just a bunch of stuff we got coming up. We got, you know, business to business. Uh, we have single and satisfied. You know, we have Black expats with kids in Panama. So ask us about the things that we're doing. And please do continue to follow us at Black expats in Panama everywhere. And as always, I want to thank Black Blacksit Radio for making this platform available. And I want to thank my main man, Daryl Spears, Elite Conversations, Podcast Media, and um, he for putting my shows together. So listen, until next time, I love you. I love you. I love you. And there's nothing that you can do about it. But wait, there's more. Before I go, I want to tell you what we're going to play next. What we're going to play next is I Shot the Sheriff. Because um, shard like three little three little birds, um, and so I'm just gonna add on to the Bob Marley thing and give it love to Jamaica Bay Bay. So I'll see y'all next time. Take care, Charlotte Van Horn, Black Expats in Panama by way of Glassboro, New Jersey, right here on BlackShipRadio.com. Let's go to a little Bob Marley.